And it's 8 o'clock on Wednesday night, and it's Dr. Simchakon with Nasi, and we are here. Tonight is a really important night. Tonight is the night before school starts for many, many kids. And you want to know something? I was thinking to myself, you know, Nasi, I was thinking to myself, if I could think, what is the, what is the biggest problem that I found in all my years as an educator, I found with kids that I've dealt with, and this is the MS. I found that kids underestimate themselves, they undervalue themselves, they do not realize, they don't realize what they're capable of, what they could do, and it bothers me so much. The kids, our kids, our yeshiva kids. I don't care what a kid thinks he did. I don't care how bad a kid feels that he is. They have to know that they have the most unbelievable potential. And it's, if they would only know that there's nothing that they can't do, if they put their minds to it, if they just put their... If they put put work to it, you know what? There will be better people than that. There'll be people better than you all the time. There'll be people worse than you. But if you put your effort and you realize that you have a chelik elokami mal, you have a piece of Hashem inside of you, and no matter what, Hashem loves you. And no matter what, if you turn to Hashem and you pray to Hashem and you work hard, if you learn one pasuk, you learn two pasukim, you learn one mishnah, you learn two mishnayot, there's no, there's nothing greater. And nothing more powerful than a little neshama Yehudi. And so many times, kids will come, I can't do it, it's too hard. I don't know. How, and, and they have to know that, that there's no limitations. There's no limitations. You know what? A lot of times, kids grow up, they become adults. They realize, you know what? I could have done this and I could have done that. And why didn't I? Because I felt like I couldn't. I just wish there was a way of starting out the school year with every kid. You know what? Go in, put your best effort in, work hard, and feel accomplished, and you'll see. You'll see. It's, 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 it's worth it at the end, because what you come out with is you come out with the knowledge that you can succeed. You know, one of the most important words anybody could say is, you can too. You know, there was a guy that, that ran a four-minute mile, okay, in the 40s. He was the first guy that ran the four-minute mile. Okay, and he broke a world record. He was renowned. Everybody made such a big hoopah out of it. Every big thing. Since then, 102,000 people ran this mile. I think, I think it's, many thousands of people ran a four-minute mile. A lot of kids in high school ran a four-minute mile. What happened between the time that this guy was the first guy that did it, and then all of a sudden, once he did it, everybody did it? Because... Before he did it, everybody thought it was impossible. Once he broke that limit, so someone else set a new limit. And there's no limitations. A kid, you know what? I've been seeing, seeing kids who felt they couldn't do things, felt they couldn't learn. There's such the Adrishmai in learning. There's such the Adrishmai from Hashem in learning and in davening. person can never not try. You know what? The, 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 it, a person has to grow on their own level. And you know what? Rebekah Eger wasn't Rashi. 
But he was Rabbi Kivayger. Okay? Rav Shach wasn't Rabbi Kivayger, but he was Rav Shach. And who could replace Rav Shach in our generation? But he was Rav Shach. And, 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 and the Rosh Yeshiva today are the Rosh Yeshiva today. Should they look at the fact that they're not, they're not going to be Rosh Yeshiva like the older Rosh Yeshivas? But we don't look at it that way. Today, and the truth is, with some of the achievements, with kids, kids face challenges, you guys face challenges today that nobody faces, that you, you guys can reach levels, I've felt levels of emunah and levels of kedushah in kids that I haven't seen in many adults. Because, listen, when I grew up, what did I have to say no to? Nothing. There were three channels. That's it. There was like no videos. No videos, okay? I grew up, there was no such thing as a videotape, let alone a CD, let alone a DVD, let alone uh, a streamline. You couldn't, the only place you could see something that was rated was in a movie theater, which, which cost a lot of money, four dollars, wow. Okay. And and you couldn't you couldn't access anything that you weren't supposed to. And there's no such thing as a smartphone. There was no such thing as any phone. The only phones you had were attached to the wall. So they had to sit in one place and talk to people. How crazy is that? Then they got cordless phones. And you could like walk cordless phone like, gave you the ability to walk into another room while you're on the phone and you felt like you were the you felt like you were an astronaut. Like, oh my gosh, I'm in the kitchen and I can walk into the living room and still be on the phone. Then you got the 90 megahertz, so you can, I could go up to my bedroom and I'm still on the phone. Like, holy mackerel. And when I was in camp, I had to put an antenna on top of the, on top of the kitchen, so I had to record this phone that would like reach the bunkhouses because like, I was cautious. Hello, now you have a cell phone in the middle of the Mojave Desert. Someone could call you. You could be in the middle of a boat, in the middle of an ocean, and you can make a phone call. What is that? Okay. But then there's satellites that can watch people walking in parks. Everything that we do is watched by satellites. Okay. Who's watching it? I don't know. Some bored people have nothing Everything better. we do is also watched by Hashem. Which, you know, right? Well, you're, you got to my punchline. Oh, right. I'm sorry. So, no, don't be sorry. But the fact is, like, so... Who watches satellites? Bored people have nothing better to do or are employed by the government to sit there just watching satellites. So they observe a lot of unimportant things. When we walk and we talk, we accomplish so much. And Hashem watches that. So if a kid thinks that they're, that they're bad, if a kid thinks that they're not doing good, they have to think that they are better than 99.9% .9 of the other kids in the world because there's only 1% of Jewish kids in the world, maybe, less than 1%. And that rest of the world, spread that out across the whole universe, they're all doing stupid things. And you're struggling to do the right thing. Even if you do five, ten mitzvot a day, you're a million times better. And it's an unbelievable thing. And I wanted to give a special mazel tov on air to my cousin, Naftali Goldfisher, who is in Women's League. And he taught us all a lesson. He's in Women's League, and he made us see him this Sunday on Moed Katan. And Naftali is a very unique, special individual. And he stood up to do the Hadron. He stood up to finish the Masechta, and he struggled through every word. 
And he did not stop. It took him 15 minutes. He didn't stop for one second, but he made a complete seum. And his mother, my Tante Helen, made a seum like a chasana. And it was the most beautifully inspiring thing. And it taught me a lesson is why I'm speaking like this. It made me feel like I want to come into the station tonight and I want to say to every kid out there, don't ever tell yourself that you can't do anything. Don't ever tell yourself that you can't do anything. You could do anything you set your heart's desire to do. You could accomplish anything that you want to accomplish. If you put your heart to it and you, you give yourself and you dive into Hashem, there's nothing you can't do. Now, you have to not let people tell you what you can't do, but you also have to realize what you're able to do and be within your abilities. But don't, don't ever say, I can't do anything. The words, I can't, you know what I can't do? I can't grow another arm. I can't grow another leg. I can't fly to Russia without being on a plane. Those are things I can't do. I can't, I can't. There are a lot of things I can't do. Things that are within the scope of my ability if we put our efforts to, then you can do anything. We're ready to take some calls, 718-683-5858. I want anybody that feels that they're having trouble with something, something they're struggling with, give me a call. Let me hear about it. Let me see if I can give you an angle where you could do, where you could, that we could help yourself, an angle where you could approach it differently. I want somebody, if you're starting school tomorrow, something you're afraid of, you're afraid of maybe you're going to a new school, maybe you're starting a new class, maybe you're afraid, like some kids are going to be starting Gemara, some girls are going to be starting you know, more complicated stuff. Some kids are going to be going from elementary school to high school. That's a biggie. That's very scary. You're going from top tomato to bottom of the barrel. It's a very big transition, especially if you're going to a new school where there are a lot of kids that were there before, and now you're coming in the, the greener, the new guy. So... Let's talk about it. Let's find out what you think you can't do. And let me see if I can give you some inspiration and help you realize that you could do it. The number to call in is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. And we want to talk to kids tonight. I mean, I like adults too, but I listen to adults to tell me, well, I want to bake a better kugel. Well, okay, that's great. So go to Betty Crocker. Oh, Betty Crocker doesn't cook kugel. Batya Crocker. <laughs> okay. Call her Batya Khan. She makes like awesome food. Okay, it's a friend of mine. But uh, um, Batya's Kitchen, it's very good food, if you ever want. But uh, anyways, we have a call. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there, how are you? I'm good, Baruch Hashem. What's going on? What do you think about my message tonight? Very good message. Okay. But um, I have a problem. I just started school today. Okay. And so we had our Rebbe, whatever. But it was like... <clears throat> My Rebbe expected me to pay attention, but like, he was like learning, he was like getting really boring. He like, kept learning the same thing over and over. It was getting really boring. Okay, so, so it's the first day and it's getting boring, so you're probably very worried, right? Yeah. Okay, so I can tell you that if, so I can tell you, if you, if, if you would sit through a psychology lecture, let's say, you would find it like really boring and you would find it pretty silly. 
But if I would sit through it, I find it interesting because I'm involved in its information that I'm involved in. Okay? Once, the first day, it's very hard to get into a shear the first day because you're just starting. What are you learning? What's, what was the shear in? Makas. 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 Okay. So, first shear, all right, you're just getting your feet wet. You're just touching it. You're not getting the whole essence of the sugya. You're, not, you're just starting the mission, a few lines. And also, so you're not able to get into it. So it's boring in the beginning, but trust me. Keep yourself going. Keep, keep going, and you'll see. You get the mission. When you start the Gemara, there's no way, especially Marcus. Marcus is extremely geschmack. It's also not so big, so you're going to be able to accomplish, like a seam of a pair, like, hopefully. And, and there are a lot of, a lot of, that you'll be interested in. First day, 100% because you're just not into it. It's like, you know, it's like you're just not into it because you're just hearing the concepts the first. You, you, you're, not, mm-hmm. you're not even hearing about it. The other thing I need to tell you is a good Rebbe starts out slow. Because a good Rebbe will repeat himself like five times in his first few shiurim because he needs to get a feel for the class and he wants to measure who, got, who gets it and who doesn't. So mm-hmm. if, he, if he hears yeah. that you're getting it, so you'll see. He's not going to repeat himself. He's going to get a feel, and then he'll start picking up the pace. Mm, okay. Thank okay. you very much. What a beautiful question. I wish you tremendous atzlacha, and you should steig and have a fabulous year. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Good. When are you starting school? On Monday. Monday, lucky you. Okay. How did you work that out? Okay. I a lot of kids are starting tomorrow. Okay, what grade are you going to? Fourth. Fourth grade. Okay, fourth grade's pretty, that's good. Pretty challenging. Are you nervous? A little bit. Okay, what are you nervous about? Well, I don't, I don't know my teacher so well. Okay, well, I think it's, it, and I heard that my teachers are maybe bad, or are a lot, a little, a lot of strict. Aha! So the only time a strict teacher is a problem is if you misbehave. <laughs> if you're not gonna mis, if you don't plan on misbehaving, then a strict teacher shouldn't be such a problem. Now, strict is one thing. You tell me mean. Okay, that's a different thing. A teacher can't be mean, but strict. And the truth is like this. <laughs> When you're a student and you want to get the material and you want to be able to learn it in school so you don't get stuck with, like, gobs of homework. So you really want the teacher to teach so you can, like, learn it in school so you don't have to be stuck with, like, the teacher giving tons of homework at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of times teachers give homework because they couldn't accomplish everything in school and they have to finish the material so they just, like, pile on the homework at home. So if kids would realize, you know what, let's keep quiet, learn during school, get it during school, and then, you know, we won't have to do so much review. But anyways, listen, has this teacher been there like one year, two years? They're, they're there for a while? Um, I think, I think. Are they new? No. Okay. So. If they kept her in this, is it a she, a he? It's a she. It's a she. So I'm sure if she's been there for a while, then she's got, then she's she's probably got a reputation. She's probably good. Another thing is, 
if 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 you show a teacher that you're interested in learning and you and you like come in with a positive attitude, teacher will respond with a positive attitude. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Try it. Have good good luck to you. Okay. 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 Bye bye. Anyways, we, hi. You're on the air. Hello? Hello. Hi. How are you? Um. How do you how do you write notes if the teacher goes so so quick, and it's like, um, is if the teacher goes so quick and you don't like know what's flying? That's a great question. First of all, you have to tell me how old are you? Um, the which grade? Yeah, which grade? Which grade are we talking about? I'd say like eighth grade. Okay, and what subject are we talking about? Like either subject, like. Any subjects. Like Chumash, like, like, like. Yeah, Chumash and Navi okay. and. So, so the thing is like this. There, there, there are different ways that kids like to take notes. Everybody's different. Some kids will sit and write down like everything that comes out of the teacher's mouth. I, I, I know I want to write down everything that comes out of the teacher's mouth, but, but, but it's, it's impossible. But she that's goes, impossible, like, right. And like, why would you want. Like, Right, just has to just write this down and right. So, so I so the thing is like this. What happens when you do that is, so a lot of times then you miss out on listening to the teacher because you're so busy trying to write down what comes out of her mouth, right? His mouth. Okay. So, you might want to try different techniques. One of the things is like just write down Roche Prokim, write down like ideas. Now, there are a few things you need to know. You need to know if the teacher, what type of tests the teacher gives. If the teacher gives like these picayune little minis- like silly tests to like ask on every single little thing that comes out of their mouth, then we have to figure out. Then you, then you have to like figure out how to write the notes. But I don't know yet what her tests are like. She didn't there give you me a test there you just go. in the beginning, and she's going so 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 quick. So one of the things I would do is I would ask kids that were in her class before. Mm-hmm. I would find the kid that was in her class before, and I'd say, like, so how'd you do this? Like, what, what, what's, I mean, her style is that she talks like, like a lawnmower, like, straight, like, what, what, how do you, how do you, like, follow? And, and get advice on that. Because if kids survive to class. What's my teacher is, like, a, a new teacher. She's this is the first year she's teaching. No one knows yet. Okay. So then you have to just, like, play it by ear. The main thing you can't do is you can't get uptight about it. Because you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. You will. It, it, it might, it might, and, and you know what? And she'll figure it out also. My first week of teaching in my life, I thought I was the best teacher in the world. I thought I was so good. And I taught and I taught and I taught. And then I gave a test. And the highest grade was 42. <laughs> and I realized I was not such a good teacher. Because I was teaching, I was listening, they were all sitting there very very entertained, but no one heard a word I said. And so I changed my way of teaching. And I realized I had to talk slower, tell less stories, not jump around so much. And I learned. Like, no, let's say, like, my, like, the teacher, they don't, she, like, she goes, she teaches on time, and it doesn't give us time to even write it down. She just goes to the next subject right away. So... Like I said, you, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. And if it's a problem, then you know what? You could discuss it with your parents, and hopefully your parents, like, you know, there's going to be an orientation coming up. Hopefully your parents will bring it up by orientation or there's, speak to someone in the school. If it's a new teacher, 
You'll be able to speak to somebody. They'll be able to speak to somebody in the school. And if you're having the problem, then you're not going to be the only one that's having the problem. Okay. okay. Thank the you. The bottom line is you got to know that you have a voice and you should say something about it, and hopefully it'll be solved. All right? Okay, thank you. I can you. tell you one thing. By the fact that you care and you're worrying about it, that means you're going to be matzliach. Okay, thanks for calling. Okay. Good, good question. Okay. Bottom line is, there's nothing to fear except for fear itself. If you're afraid of something, then you have to be, then, then, and you avoid it, then you're going to be afraid. If you take it, you face it, and you deal with it, then there's nothing to be afraid of. It's whatever issue there is, you ask appropriately about it, and you find out what to do. If you're sitting in class and you don't understand what the teacher's saying, then don't accept that as, okay, that's what it is, and I'm destined to sit here like a, like a piece of meat in this classroom and, and do nothing. You say, you know, I really don't, I'm not getting this. And I bet you you're not going to be the only one that doesn't get it. I bet you there are going to be other people that are going to be in the same boat. And if not, then you'll find out. The other thing is, if there is a teacher that gives a teacher in a way that's hard to get notes, so I'm very big fan of sharing notes. I have, if one kid takes very good notes, that's what copy machines were invented for. Let them make copies and give it out. And let kids study from each other's notes. What's the big deal? It's not cheating. It's sharing. It's, 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 it's not like giving answers to tests. If one kid's very good at writing notes, when, when I was in school, we used to have these huge, fat textbooks. So we used to take five people and split them up. I did chapter one through five. Someone else did six through, six through, through 11. And then we'd write, we'd outline those chapters, and then we'd share it. I'd copy my outline, give it to five, four other people, and we'd do it that way. And that was how we, how this way. Otherwise, I would never be able to read the whole fat book, like 2,000 pages, whatever. I won't want to. So, and that's the, you know, if everybody, like, shares their notes, that, that's a good way to do it, do it. The main thing is, though, don't despair and don't sit there and say, like, I can't do it. No, find a way. There's got to be a way. As a teacher, I used to make so many adjustments for different kids in the classroom just to make sure that they were involved. I had some kids that I would give them tests that were a little shorter. No one knew. It's just my business. It wasn't something that anybody had to know. But just so the kid could be involved. Just take it. And, that, that, and there's no reason to not ask. And teachers nowadays will definitely do it. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, what's the subject? The subject is listening to what's going on on air before, so we know what subject it is. Why, why do you start school? Um, on the seventh. You're going to the seventh of September. Yeah. Okay. What grade are you going into? Fifth. Fifth grade. Are you Are you excited? Nervous? Nervous. Uh, you're nervous. I'm, I'm excited, but like. Well, because it's something new, right? Do you know the uh -huh. teachers or teachers? Do you know which teachers you're getting? Um, one of them are leaving, so I don't know one of them. Okay. Well, do you do you hear anything about them? Is it um, a new teacher in the class in the school? Yeah, I know one of them. Okay. So at least at least that. 
So what do you what do you know about that teacher? Yeah, she's like she's good but strict. Okay, so that's good. You want a strict teacher because a strict teacher is going to make sure that the clowns don't destroy the class so you get to learn so you don't have to go home and have tons of homework. Mm -hmm. Right? And if you're not a clown, then you're okay. If you're a clown, then, well, the strict teacher might be a problem. But no one, like, really wants to be a clown, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, see, what I think is it's oh, anytime you start a new situation... A person has a little bit of nervousness, but you're going to be seeing all your friends, right? Um, yeah. Okay, so that's something. Whatever it is that you're going to be going through, you're going through together with kids that you know. Okay, but also, like, I heard she, she gives a lot of tests and everything, like. Okay. Yeah. Okay, huh? so you know what? Are you are you not a good test taker? I'm a very bad one. Okay, so you know what? So in fifth grade, it's a good time to... Try and figure out why you have trouble taking tests and see if someone can help you figure out what you need to do. Because I am a really bad test taker. I'm a really bad test taker. And I can know everything, but when it's just down to taking a test on paper, I just bomb. And I learned how to relax myself and not... And I learned... One thing I tell myself when I take a test is... I don't have to know everything. I just have to know enough. All right. Alrighty? Yeah, but also, like, like I know all the stuff, just, like, I know. I, can't I know the it. feeling. Can I tell you what happened to me once? When I was in college, I was in doctorate school, and I took a test, and I thought I did awesome. I was like, I walked out of there whistling Dixie. I said, oh, man, I got so good on this test. So, like... Took the test on a Thursday. Monday, the professor, now like professor, very, very important lady, she says, Semka, because they can't say ha. So, Semka, uh, I'd like to have coffee with you. It's like, what? Why would you like to have coffee with me? I got like really, really nervous. So, we're sitting there having coffee, and she's talking to me, and she's asking me questions, and we're talking about the stuff that we learned, and this and that. After we finished having coffee, she goes, You just got. A hundred on your test. I said, what are you talking about? She showed me my test paper that I took in class. I got a 45. She had coffee with me. She asked me all the questions while we were having coffee in conversation. And I got a hundred. She said, you know the material, but something happens to you when you sit down and take a test. And she said, you need to work on it. So I was already older. I was an old man. But in fifth grade, you need to figure out. You could see what happens. Try and figure out what happens when you take a test. Sometimes you think about it too much. Sometimes you concentrate too much. A lot of times if you think about questions too much, then you get them wrong. Um, and also my sister wants to speak. Okay. Then your sister can speak. Put her on. Okay. Hello, sister. 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 Hello. Hi, sister. How are you? Good, Baruch Hashem. What grade are you going into? Seventh. Seventh grade. Seventh grade is a is interesting grade. Okay, are you nervous? Yeah, very nervous. Why? Because this year is a report card year. Oh, is a report card year. Oh, that's what they told you. Yes. Seventh grade report card, that's what they look at, right? 
Right, for the high schools. For high schools. Are you, are, are you, are you worried about your grades? Yeah. Okay, do you normally do well in school? I don't know, like spelling and like a few things like that I, I'm good at, but like math, totally not, and like Chumash and things like that, I'm really not bad. I'm really not good at it. Okay, so you know what? I, that, you have nothing to be nervous about because in seventh grade, it's a time that you could that you could ask for help and get help, and they'll give it to you because they know it's important. And seventh grade, your brain's already like developing, and you'll be able to like figure out your method and the way you need to learn things. So that means that if your teacher's teaching a certain way, it's okay for you to say, you know, I really want to do well. Could you help me out? And, and, and the other thing is, it's very good if you, you have friends in your class that do well, so try and partner up with them and study with them. Right, that's what I did for like Chumash, but past, there's a, there's a kid in my class who knows it really well, and she's very good at it. So I always, like I called her up, and she kept, like she helped me. That's but awesome. But also, she's, she's like a genius. And that's awesome. Not, you know, not only she, is she, she helped me pass the midterm. So not only is she a genius, she's a genius because she realizes what a chesed she could do by using her brains. And, and, and Hashem gave her a gift, and she's using it the right way. Which is unbelievable, and, and and you know what? And you're gonna do fine. I listen to the way you speak. You sound like a very mature young lady, and you're gonna do fine. Cause you're gonna see that Hashem's just. You're, it's you're gonna see things are gonna happen, and your 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 mind is gonna open up, and you'll 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 it'll come. A lot of kids take a little bit more time to just develop, and just don't despair. Try and ask for help and reach out to, to someone for help and you'll see. But there's also, when it comes to Homer specifically, you'll see. Now, math is a different story, but math, you know, listen, I'm not a math head, so don't, 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 don't I, I know what it means to have trouble in math, but it is survivable. It is survivable, okay? Okay. Don't be nervous. Just go in with your head on and, and, and call me back. And tell me how it's going. I want you to call me back and tell me how you passed your first test with flying colors. Okay, fine. Thank you. Okay, night. thanks. You too. Thanks for calling. But you know what? I want you to know. Call it the just called. If, I hope you're still listening. If you worry about it and you care about it and it's on your mind, then you'll take care of it. The only kids that don't overcome their problems and fail are the kids that don't care. And if you care, then you'll make it work. And it's a teacher. Teachers can help kids care. Teachers can help kids be motivated. And hopefully they'll have good teachers that will motivate you and get you, make you feel like you want to care. Um, the only time a kid, kids in school they don't care is if they feel that they're not going to they're not going to make it. If a kid feels that he can't make it or she can't make it, then they're going to say, "I don't care." But with help and just with motivation, then listen. If I pass the geometry regions, okay, then anybody could do well. Anybody could survive math. I'm not going to say how many times I took it, but. <laughs> 
No, really. Fact, fact is, I had, when I was in 11th grade, I'm going to tell the story. When I was in 11th grade, we were taking chemistry. And my chemistry teacher, okay, they were starting a Regents Review. And he said to me, Simka, he couldn't say my name either. Simka, you're going to fail on this Regents because you failed because you're just not smart enough for chemistry. So I'm giving you vacation and you don't have to come for Regents Review. I was so insulted and I turned beet red. And I said, what do you mean? He said, just give me your chemistry book and check out. Free ride till the end of the year. I walked up and I said, I said, I am going to pass this Regents, whether you like it or not. And he said, over my dead body. And I said, Amir Sashem. <laughs> I went and I called up my sister in New York and I had her buy a chemistry review book. And I got one from Rochester. I got two other ones. And she sent them to me in Rochester. And I locked myself in my room. My parents thought like I was sick. Was like They never saw me study so much in my life. <laughs> And I studied, and I studied, and I studied, and I studied, and I studied. Then I studied more, and I studied, and I studied more. And I took the Regents. And I got a 65 on the Regents. And I passed. Good enough for me. That's good <laughs> enough for me, honey. That was really good enough for me. But I found out that I really got a 69, and the teacher corrected it and found a way to shave off four points. Well, at the, least he didn't fail you. Well, he couldn't because the principal, Mr. Zemel, I hope he's fine. He should be with many, many years. He stopped him and he said, don't you dare take off one more point. So then I walked over to the teacher and I said, I kept my part of the deal. No. Now you keep yours. But he didn't. He stayed alive. I mean, I think so. But if I did that, you could do it. I taught myself the whole chemistry course in three weeks. I had this. I had a similar thing you with um, um global. Well, not really. A teacher told me I couldn't do it. I just paid no no attention. But then uh, I realized how how much you really need regents. And three weeks before, I just studied my but brains out. Go. It's if hard. You, it's hard. But guess what? Nothing that's worth anything is easy. Right. So you want to stay your whole life doing olive phase or doing like you know like learning community? <laughs> you, it, you, you, you have to you have to work. If you work, people that work, then they achieve, then they get. That's the way it goes. That's it. We have a call. No calls. Okay, call in seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. That's the number. We have a text. You you could see. I don't know. Text. I can't see. My my screen's not up. Let me see. Let's see. Do we have? Let's see. I have a screensaver on. Right. Oh, there and we go. Just J Root Studio Room. Sign in. I can sign. In. Oh, here we go. I don't have any. I, I, I all right. Anyways, um, so I think that's that's like that's my message. That that that's my message. But um, main thing is main thing is you know ask for help. Um, 
can you please play I Can Be by Yakushwaki? No, I cannot play I Can Be. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I can't. I, 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 Do you know how many texts are like that? Everyone's requesting. I requesting songs? No, I'm talking about Yakushwaki's song. Everyone wants to hear it. Yakushwaki is a beautiful, beautiful singer. Hashem should give him many, many years. I love his music. But, uh, Music is a really, really good tool. I think some people study with music, some people study without music. But um, how do you how do you study? How do I study what? Anything. Anything? Um, no, no music. A quiet no music. Ro- quiet room. Quiet room. Because I get distracted by the music. See, so I came to conclusion: music has to be there has to be background music, like a little bit. Even background music gets me distracted. I'm trying to listen what, what instruments playing. And, uh, uh, that's just the way my brain works. All right, that's good. It's a good brain. I like your brain. But you know what? I think that. I think that. Uh, hi, we have a caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the Hello? air. Hello. Yeah, hi. How are you? How you doing? I am Baruch Hashem. Great. How are you? Awesome. I just wanted to say thank you so much for what you're teaching telling every the kids. It's amazing. It's good chizik. Thank you. Um, about them trying and also focusing on what they have to do. A lot of people uh, need the extra musa. So thank you so much for all that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for acknowledging it. But I think that what what I'd love to say now that you're on the air is parents need to do this for their kids. If a parent could just encourage a kid before school, it's it's a great thing. And kids need to hear this. You know something? I mean, you you sound it sounds like you know, but Jewish kids are the most unbelievable in the whole wide world. And 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 Beza Hashem, you know what? Haim Ratzim Ratzim. Our kids are going to learn Torah. It's like a great it's a great thing. But thank you for calling. I appreciate the chizik that you're giving me. Thank you so much for everything. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. I listening to you say how you studied and studied and studied and you began to attest your mind would go blank. I thank the Abishta for giving me that problem because then I was able to understand my daughter who had the same problem and get her help. It's so, 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 so beautiful what you're saying. your children when they say... I study, don't say, no, you didn't study enough. Understand them and realize that they just need to learn how to study or they just, one of my, my ADD child um, actually studied when she was on rollerblades. Right. She was on rollerblades, skating through the house. You know. And that's, how she, and that's how she did her math. You know what? Can I tell you something? I, I thank you so much for this call because now you're giving me the opportunity to tell kids, don't be afraid to tell your parents such a thing because you never know. Your parents will understand you because you came from your parents and my kids are just like me. So I get it. And you're saying it's so funny because there's this thing called play attention where it's a helmet that you wear and you focus and it measures brain waves and you can change the things on the screen by focusing. So I was wearing it and I was trying to get as a diver, you have to try and get him to go down by focusing. And I'm sitting there, I'm staring at the screen and I'm telling myself, focus, 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 focus. And I'm not getting the diver to go down. And I was getting like really upset, like there's something wrong with me. And all of a sudden someone came over and started talking to me. 
And as they're talking to me, I'm looking at the screen and I'm answering them. And all of a sudden, the diver starts to go down. <laughs> and I realized I focus better when I'm multitasking. That's uh -huh. the way my brain works. And teachers that feel that it, teachers nowadays, there's literally no teacher that believes that every kid is the same. And so all we need to do is tell the teacher, this is how my kid works. And hopefully, once the teacher accommodates and the kid is able to learn and feel good about themselves, then, then it's, it's easy street after that. But kids, it's don't be afraid to tell your parents. After, years after I was well out of school, my children were well out of school, I met a teacher of mine who gave me oral tests. And I repeated it to her. She had no recollection of it whatsoever. No rec recollection of it all whatsoever. She was a, a single girl. I don't know if she was 19 years old at the time when she was teaching me. And it was absolutely amazing. And I, I aced her class. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I totally aced her class. You're talking about the coffee. Yes, it worked. But, but you know something? I had a professor in college, in doctorate school. So class was Thursday night from 7 to 9.30, okay? I was a principal of a school. I ran afterwards to, 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 to university. I'm sitting, so I was bouncing off the wall. So this professor calls me, calls me over at the, end of, at the end of the semester. He goes, Cohen, can I tell you something? I said, yeah. He goes, you have ADHD. So I looked at him. And I said, sir, can I ask you a question? He says, what? I said, have you submitted the grades for the class already? He goes, yeah. I said, what did I get? He goes, you got an A. I said, do I owe you any clinical work? He said, no, you don't. I said, how did I do on my clinical work? He goes, you got an A. I said, and I don't have you again, do I? He said, no. I said, good. So now let me tell you a thing or two. First of all, you can't diagnose me because I'm not paying you. So it's none of your business. Second of all, I can do 10 things at one time and you can't. And you can't right. conduct a class when I get up three times to go get a soda or something. And in 10 years, I'll be making a lot more money than you. And you're going to be an old man teaching a class at Pace University. Too bad. <laughs> he looked at me and he said, you know, you're right. I think I was out of line. I said, have a good night. And the fact is the fact that, I, I, listen, I made it through the three college degrees already, and I was working on my doctorate, and, and he's concerned about the fact that I went to the bathroom three times during his absolutely boring and, and tedious class. Too bad. You were too much of a challenge for him. That's right. Exactly. And he needed to be teaching a TV set. So I think he's doing online university, actually. <laughs> it works for him. Now, about this teacher that wanted to lower your grade, I actually had this in a first school where my, someone that I know had, a, had, a, had an issue, had a physical issue, and the teacher did not accept it, did not want to believe it, did not accept doctors, no, did not accept anything. And the kid obviously rebelled in class that, got even with the teacher and whatever. Aye. It was really, it was a nasty situation. Um, when she aced the regent, the teacher flunked her. That's disgusting. The, the teacher couldn't flunk her because she got an on the regent. That's a place but, where our principal needs to get involved. 
What could I tell you? I don't. So I don't think that would happen nowadays. Was, whatever it was. I don't think it would was, happen it nowadays. Shows, it just shows how the attitude of the teacher could turn the child on or off. A hundred percent. And it's up to be a hundred students and a student, and just do nothing in school I, until she actually has to. A hundred percent. I thank you so much. I listen and I say. Gee, I wish we had you when we were parents or we were students. I wish I had me too. No, Joey, thank you. <laughs> I say that too. I say that thank, too. Thank you I so much. You sound, you sound pretty okay. You sound like you, you worked it out. You sound pretty okay. Sheva, uh, good kid convinced yours. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you too. Bye-bye. You know what? Such a smart parent. It's, it's, so, it's so important. It's very hard as a parent to... Look at your kids and not and, and see them for for you know a lot of times kids will be you know doing things that we don't understand. But I think the most important thing that a parent should want their kids to know is that that you're not worried that they're okay that that kids that kids are kids and and to ask for help and not to be afraid and 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 to to be ready to like get help on things. And that's that's just like the most important thing. That's just so important. And parents nowadays they'll get their kids help. Don't suffer in silence. Don't suffer in silence because it, it just it, it'll it'll affect your whole life. You'll miss out on things. If you're having trouble making friends, then speak to somebody about it. If you're having if you're nervous about something, speak to somebody about it. I remember certain a year in elementary school, I was like so afraid of one kid who was a bully. And he 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 scared me, and I didn't know who to talk to about it. And I, I was and, and and if I would have spoken to somebody, and then you know what happened? My sister started teaching in my elementary school, and and she noticed, and she 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 called me over. I remember it was Friday night, and she sat down. She said, "Simi, what what's going on? You, like you look nervous in school." And I told her, and she gave me some tips how to take care of it. I mean. Mainly, she walked over to the kid and said, "Hey, lay off my brother," but 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 the fact is that use adults in your life to help you. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. And don't suffer in silence. Don't think that we're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what to do?" No, we'll figure it out. But don't suffer in silence. Reach out, and you know what? We'll keep. If it's something that's private, we'll keep it private. We'll, we'll, we'll be, I don't always run to the principal with everything that my kid will say. And there are ways of solving problems without embarrassing a kid or without involving everybody. There are ways of solving problems. Just don't suffer in silence. It's like my number one message. And, and don't be afraid to bring something up. If you're afraid of something, it, it can't be too silly. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. I'm, I'm going into eighth grade, and, like, and I'm, like, nervous because, like, people said that, like, some of the teachers are, like, really hard, and and I'm very, very bad at studying, and I can't, every little, like, I'm in a room, and, like, I find a mirror and, like, look at look into it for hours making faces at myself. Sounds familiar. I think that we must be genetically linked because that sounds like me. First of all, there's no... no 
It's not possible to be bad at studying. You're bad at studying because you're doing it the wrong way. You have to be creative and figure out what way works for you. Okay? And you know what? It, 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 one, I'll give you one suggestion. Like, I like to, I'm distracted. Like, I, I could be the type, I'd be the type of person where I'll be on my way out to do something and I'll see, like, I'll start fixing something. And then, like, 25 minutes later, I'm still, like, sitting there and say, like, uh, why am I sitting here fixing this? Way? Like, I was on my way out to a meeting. You know, it's supposed to be, and I was like, I, what happened to that 25 minutes? So, a lot of times I've learned how to stop myself and to say no to myself. And you could do that. And one of the ways of doing that is by delaying. You, let's say you study for 20 minutes and then you give yourself a five-minute break. And then you study for another 20 minutes and you give yourself a five-minute break. You have to be disciplined about it. Okay? So you get a timer and you set it. And a lot of times that works. And you, it, it, what you're doing is you're taking charge of yourself and you're teaching yourself how to do it. Now, the trick is the only person you're going to be fooling is yourself. So you got to be like, you, you, you know, you got to like be on top of it. And if you see that 20 minutes is too long, then cut it down to 15 minutes. But in that 15 minutes, you'll see that you accomplish. Right, but I don't want to, like, waste my whole night. I still want to get sleep. All right. So the thing is like this. If you are so distractible, then you probably have a quick brain. Do you have a quick brain? I don't know. You probably do because it goes hand in hand. And the reason why people that are distractible think they don't have quick brains is because they're trying to, they're trying to learn and they're trying to focus, which is the wrong frequency. So generally, when you take some take the frequency onto your level, where you pick things up probably faster than most people. If someone's talking to you on your frequency, see a lot of times kids who have trouble listening will, could read something and like pick it up like really quickly or one two three, or see something and pick it up one two three. I have trouble with numbers. Okay, I really, I I I can't tell you my first phone number. I just can't. I don't remember numbers. But I could tell you that I had a client that I didn't see for three years. And they walked into my office after three years. And without even looking at their file, I said, did you accomplish the three things that we set out to do in our last session three years ago? He said, you remember that? I did. Because that's the way my brain works. I think that way. And because when I attach something to important, if it's important to me, then I remember it. Everybody's, so eighth grade is a good year to figure out which way you study best. Okay, thank you. You got it. Thanks for calling. Anyways, that's, that, that, that's a really good question. And explore different ways of studying. And you know, eighth, I skipped eighth grade, so I'm not sure what happens in eighth grade. But uh, but in eighth grade, it, it's 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 a little bit difficult because you're graduating, so like you're like you're like top tomato, and uh, you're top of the heap. But also, you know, you have 
get a little extra extra privileges, whatever. That only lasts for a year, and then you go to ninth grade. And, and then you go to ninth grade, you're back at the bottom. Freshies. Freshies, yeah. Yeah. I went to near Israel for ninth grade, and they killed the freshies. They killed, they, they had the turkey bowl on Thanksgiving was between the freshmen and the seniors, a football game. The seniors were not interested in scoring any touchdowns. They were interested in throwing the freshmen through the goals. <laughs> but it was a good game. It was a very rainy day, and we gave them a good game. But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there. Yeah, um, what's it called? So, you were talking before about, like, the different ways people study? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I can't study without music, so I tried to study during Sphera, and my father, he doesn't let me listen to acapella either, so I, like, couldn't even turn on J-Root. So I tried to study, and I totally couldn't. So I had to put on, like, a story tape so that I could study. Okay, you know what? You might, you might, how, how old are you? I'm 12. You're 12. So you might, you know, maybe ask your father if, if you can get a header to do it, if he, like, if he can, he can ask your rav for you if it's possible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, of course I wouldn't do what my father said not to do, but, you know, maybe the rav can give you a header for a cappella. Um, you know, you, you can ask your father if it's possible. It's very impressive, though, that you realize the way you study the best. Um, the other thing is, there's there's like uh, um, it's like white noise. You know what white noise is? They have these sound machines that go. <sighs> yeah, they they, they, they turn, I I use them in my office to like to to like drown out noise. You ever see those things? No. Well, you can get them. There are there are ones like that that have like water rushing, like like tr like trickling water. Or like wind, or owl, like a an owl, owl, right? A seashore, <laughs> and you get one of those and you put it on, and it's a good, it's it's a good distraction. It's good for like a background, so that that's like that's 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 a good idea. You, I bet you, if you went into the buzz, you ask them for a sound machine, they would they would like probably have something of the sort. All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up, though. Okay. Thanks for calling. But you know what? It's good to know how you study best. Okay, that's very important. I like flashcards. I like make I make myself flashcards. But I I I just writing them up. I remember because I wrote them up. Now, like I never use them though. Well, that's that's a way to remember. All right, writing it. Well, I used to do flashcards with math and never worked. No, no math. Well, nothing really worked for me with math. Oh, me neither. I can't. It's, and really my kids are all good at math. And I'm wondering, like, where did that come from? My wife is very good at math. I'm just, I really, like, my kids are sitting there talking about math, and I'm like, I really, I really, I really did not do Baruch well. Hashem, I, pass, I knew enough to pass the regents. I passed, hopefully. but, like, I had a stroke doing it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I look back at it, and the truth is I do, I don't blame, but I had a teacher that used to say, you're just not good at math. I had a teacher in fifth grade. You got to hear this. This this is like real, real. There were nine kids in the class. Okay? That must be great. No, it wasn't great <laughs> because you used to come in and there were nine math problems on the board. And on her desk were nine things. 
starting with a big candy bar, all the way down, graduating, and the last thing was a little rock, a pebble. There was a hard candy was number eight, and the rock was number nine. And as you finished your problem, if you got it right, you got to pick whatever's that. So, of course, Mitchell always got the big candy bar because he was like a math brain. So he finished his little <laughs> He always got the big candy bar. And I got a bag of rocks. I had a bag of pebbles. And I don't know why I saved them. What was wrong with me? And whoever got the pebble, she used to hit them on the head with a math book. I promise. I told my father, Dad, Mrs. What's it going? Mrs. De Bloom was her name. De Bloom. De Bloom, right? And like, how we let her survive without ripping her apart for that name because we were scared out of our wits from the lady. I said, Dad, she's hitting me on the head with a math book. My father didn't believe me. So no teacher is going to hit you on the head with a math book. Back then, you probably couldn't video it. No, couldn't video it. Are you kidding? The smallest cassette recorder you had was like the size of my knapsack. And, which I tried to record a rib. He used to call me fatso. But <laughs> but you only have 30-minute tapes. So so it, 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 I was trying to record him, and the tape, like, shut off. Like, click it in the middle of class. Who's saving me? So he used to call me Thunder Thighs. Really? Teachers call me Thunder Thighs. Well, I, I don't know if he's listening, but if you're listening, Thunder Thighs, kind of like... Got whatever we succeeded, but the fact is, my father like heard from like another kid that, oh my gosh, Mrs. De Bloom hits your kid on the head with a book every day. And my father like hit the roof. My father like really, really like, what is this? I said, that's right. I I, I didn't mind getting hit, but I just hate the rocks. And I was like, I liked candy. I was like really upset. Like like and I definitely know that I love candy today because she denied me. But anyways, it didn't help me. I never learned math and I always like just sat there angry. <laughs> and I, I had like one kid that used to like actually was a very good friend of mine. He like do the problem for me. <laughs> but she caught him. She said she just wanted me to get like a candy once. But she's that's a good friend. Yeah, it's a good friend, but like she caught him. Boy. You didn't do your problem. <laughs> But anyways, I think we ran out of time. We ran out of time. But anyways, so that was it was a great show. I didn't, I didn't let you talk that much. Though. No, it's your show. No, it's our show. It's but our anyways, show. it's a simple call. Wishing and nothing. Nothing. Ask wishing everybody hatzlacha in the new year in school. Learn well. Work hard. See you next week.